Bhagavan says, this is knowledge regarding Sankhya. Now, buddhi yoga tvimam shunu. Now, this buddhi means wisdom of Sankhya given. Now, listen to the wisdom of yoga. Yoga means karma yoga. Also, sometimes this word buddhi yoga itself is used for karma yoga. Now, listen to buddhi yoga. And Sri Krishna doesn't use the word karma yoga at first, but buddhi yoga. So, some even translate it in that manner. Now, listen to buddhi yoga. And why Krishna has called it as buddhi yoga? Because this is the yoga that you work with, not just do work, but you work with the right attitude. You work for an ideal of your intellect. Therefore, buddhi yoga. This is which unites you to the buddhi, which means it gives you the means to gain knowledge. Therefore, karma yoga is that by which you get that ability by which you can gain the knowledge of truth, which is called as Sankhya. So, therefore, now, buddhir yogi to imam shunu. Buddhya yukta yaya patha he patha. Uh, Gurudev, you know, used to dramatize it very beautifully. Whenever, you know, buddhi is required, patha means son of earth. Yani, he muddy headed buddhu. <laughs> then with love, you can call someone buddhu also, no? Anyway, Gurudev very often used to call me that buddhu. And <laughs> so sweet. So basically, a buddhu just makes it interesting. That's all. He partha buddhya yukta. When you are united with this wisdom, so or endowed with this wisdom, karma bandham prahasyasi. Once you have understood the secret of action without reaction, which is called as karma yoga, then you should be free from all bondage of action. Now, what is bondage of action? Every action we do, it has got a reaction. Reactions are of two types. One is, you do an action, you will get a physical reaction. Then, according to your likes and dislikes, you react with the result of action, which leaves behind an impression, a vasana, which makes you repeat that action again. 
This is called as karma bandhan. So karma, then karma, phala, which again makes you act. So karma bandham prahasyasi. You shall be free from the reaction of action. Physical reaction is going to come. But you will be free from your mental reaction. I am explaining simply the whole thing is going to be now elaborated. So at least you understand the content of it. So you shall be free from bondage. So through karma yoga you neutralize your likes and dislikes and when you neutralize your likes and dislikes you don't react to the result of your actions and therefore they don't leave any reaction in your personality when that happens your mind becomes calm and such a calm mind the intellect that means for knowledge the equipment required for this knowledge of the atma gets ready then with the knowledge which is called the upanishads sankhya that knowledge when we gain from the teacher then we can realize our absolute nature so having said this now that you shall cast off your bondage now suddenly it seems that krishna is not talking about some new method of action new method of action for purifying your mind however in every religion of the world and specially in the vedic period the bulk of the vedas teach us various different action which we called as karma obviously during the time of arjuna the word karma did not mean any action that's why that portion of the veda is called as karma kand traditionally at that time and only those as you would say certain religious activities were considered as purifying not your day to day activity even now in every religion only when you come to the place of worship and do things there and you perform those various prayers chants or those various forms of worship i refrain from using the word ritual the word ritual actually means that which you perform again and again brushing your teeth every day is a ritual greeting your mom and dad in the morning is a ritual going to office daily is a ritual watching soap operas in the evening is a ritual 
today that word ritual has become a very derogatory word used only for Hindu worship. Rituals, rituals, rituals. Everything is a ritual. You go to the office, open your computer and first check the messages. It is a ritual. That ritual is meant to keep you consistently performing your work effectively so that you don't forget it. Worship is not a ritual, but in fact, it should be done as a ritual. Means it should be done regularly. And that's how the word worship and ritual have become associated. Generally, for all methods of self-purification or to have peace, Various religions have given different means of self-purification and that gets associated only with that religion or only in the place of worship or only particular ways or particular special actions by which you purify your self. Whether it's going to have a bath in the Ganga, or say whether it's going for a confession in a church, or whether it is going for prayers in a mosque, or whether it's going to the temple and doing puja or yagyas. These are what we associate generally with means of religious practices which gives us purity of mind that I've done something nice. This is what people call as worship. In the Vedic period, the bulk of the Vedas that gives us various different methods of yagyas, worship, all these over period of time become so closed in by the priests, etc., that only these methods done only in this manner. Now tell me, when you go to, I don't know how many of you are engineers and scientists or even medical doctors, when you are given the knowledge of such sciences, if you are not taught properly, systematically, how to work in certain sequences, then whatever action you do can become harmful. Now, especially if you are taught you know, for the country to make a nuclear explosive. It has to be done very, very precisely. Some of these yagyas pointed out in the Vedas are such elaborate forms and formulas of such great power that no doubt warning was always given that it has to be done systematically 
in the right sequence, in the right order, in the right manner. And not only that, if you don't complete all the steps, you will not get the result. And if you do it wrongly, you will get contrary result. If you take a medicine which is good for you, it can also become harmful if you take it at the wrong time also or wrongly also. Therefore, in the Vedic worships, especially the very powerful ones, it was very important that it had to be done in the right manner, precisely, properly. That's why it required certain expertise. And this expertise was taught to the, what you call the facilitators, who would help others to do it. Even now, when you go for bungee jumping, you have so many people there trying to show you, guard you, etc. Can you try bungee jumping on your own? If the <laughs> elastic cord is not of the right source, you will go down and rebound but with a bump on your head. That's why you need that. Now whenever this happens, the priest can become what? Now that everything is dependent on it and somebody has got a monopoly, what happens? They can use, misuse, misguide also. Today also in the name of religion, who are the people who are misguiding the people? Because people don't know their scriptures, they don't know the method of their worship and therefore, that's why in the medieval times, most of the saints came in to abolish all this. But you can't abolish even if you remove elaborate worships, they will find new methods of worship which will become dependent on some yeah. priestly person. Even if you would say singing of the scripture finally becomes dependent on someone because you don't do it yourself. During that time also for Arjuna, karma means the karma kanda of the Veda. And this karma kand also in the Veda, by which you can perform these methods of worship, by which you can not only fulfill your desire, but fulfill your desire by the dharmic, by the righteous means. But the purpose of all this worship was that you've got desires, fulfill these desires by the right means. But eventually rise above these desires that agitate you, that keeps you attached to the world. And therefore, the main purpose of all these worships and even now your purpose of going to the temple 
should be for purification and calmness and single pointedness of mind not to go there break a coconut or pray there or light a candle just to get something more 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 the whole purpose of those prayers worship chants is lost and people even commercialize that also is it commercialized of course for those materials do you expect the temple also to buy you the flowers and pay i'm not saying that that you should not pay for your worship what i'm saying is that then people start cashing on it also and these worships have to be done properly every thinker philosopher saint sage that has come and when all these forms of worships have got distorted or their purpose is lost they have not come here to destroy old traditions but to keep the old traditions apply it in the principles in modern life and maybe create new traditions not destroy traditions not destroy those forms of worship but understanding those forms of worship and adapting it to that present time what do you say about the saints of the medieval time who abolished all these things and all that krishna was one of the first revolutionaries and ved vyasa is the author of it he himself was the first revolutionary changer then even that systems of puja etc from the yagyas that he created that also goes under misappropriations or people forget the principle behind it and blindly do it and eventually naturally you don't see any purpose that's why you find guru nanak sahib also say what's the use of wearing this thread tell me the significance of it he did not say that this is a useless in fact he gave the significance of it now so to make you understand that today there's so much condemnation and especially those who seek knowledge very often will say why all these rituals 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 all these so called rituals when done properly are all meant for calming your mind and making your mind meditative contemplative then such a mind is ready for knowledge otherwise you can do all these worships you can do all these chants it doesn't serve the higher purpose thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today or understanding your mind or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy to understand English the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be all links are in the description